When I was a little girl, my grandmother would start her day at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee. And when I would wake up, I would join her at that table and we would talk, we would laugh, and I would listen and I would learn. Sometimes she would talk to her girlfriends and I would soak it all in. They talked about life, they talked about love, but mostly she talked about being ferociously her, being her authentic self in a world that didn't always accept who she was, how she was, or that she was. But she didn't let that stop her. She made shift happen anyway. My granny's not with us anymore, but that doesn't mean the laughing and the learning has to stop. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, at my kitchen table, and let's keep talking shift. You're listening to Talking Shift, the podcast, with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Talking Shift is a trademarked production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. Have bag, we'll travel. <laughs> for more information, visit marissacupain.com. Get you some good friends when you're going through your shift. That's the message here. For now, listen, learn, and laugh with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Emphasis on at the moment. Welcome to the first episode of Talking Shift Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Sometimes I come to you in the strength of my awesome gift as a life and leadership coach. Other times I come to you in the vulnerability of my journey as a regular old woman. I think today I will probably be a regular old woman. This is um, an introductory series. I promised that I would um, give you an opportunity to get to know me and also to get to know the vibe of the podcast. And rather than just talking on and on and on myself, I thought it would be really neat to bring in some folks who know me and that you could get to know me through the eyes of some of the people that know me best. And in full transparency, when you are nervous and embarking upon a new shift, I always say, don't do it alone, right? When you're making shift happen, bring your people with you. And so as I am embarking upon this new journey um, of uh, podcasting, flying solo, I'm bringing my people with me. And so today, uh, for my very first guest, I have um, brought along someone who I would say knows me pretty well. <laughs> uh, Bridget Deanna is a financial services professional. She is um, a mother. Uh, if you have heard me talk about my niece, if you haven't, you will. TT Baby is we'll call her for now. Um, I'm crazy about her. She's the only niece that I have. Um, if you've ever seen me um, and my swag and my wardrobe and my flair, uh, I was dressed by our guest today. She's my stylist. Um, she's a great friend, uh, confidant, and she is my baby sister. Please welcome to the podcast, Bridget Deanna. Hi, sister. Oh, insert the <laughs> applause here. This is where you insert the applause for me. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of Talking Shift the Podcast. 
Well, thank you. I'm just like thinking that I was worthy enough to be on it, number one, and then two, your first episode. Um, okay, you rolling the dice now. You don't know what will come out of this hole in my face. (laughs) You're so right. That's why I said, I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea, but we're out here now. So here we are. (laughs) So thank you for saying yes, because, and I, I wanted to, you know, like break you in easy and allow you to start talking about me. However, comma, For the record, you have a little bit of stage fright. So the fact that you said yes is also pretty impressive. Yes, it is. It is. Well, I'm not so sure that I said yes. It was more like, um, okay, I'll do it. I know. And that's the thing that we talked about, um, that I've talked about, that like there are some shifts that are planned and then some shifts that are unplanned. So this is just like one of those things that you just, it's like, okay, I just got to do it, right? And we doing it. Because it's me. We doing it. Okay. So um, like I said, I'll break you in easy. So before we talk about your big shifts, Um, let's start with what you know about me. So helping our audience kind of get to know um, Marissa Cupane a little bit. And you have known me, obviously, probably of all of our introductory series guests, you've probably known me the longest um, because we grew up together. And um, so you've seen me through a lot of shifts, I guess, um, over the course of a lifetime. So what shift stands out um, to you when you think about Marissa Q. Payne and the evolution of her and why? Um, is there one shift or two or three? Like how many do I get? Do I only get one? Because then I, there is a, a current shift and then there's also a past shift. And I think they're both okay, relative and important to who you are. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like, the question was, what shift? Oh, singular. singular. <laughs> yeah. So, but you're, but I'm curious now. I'm like, oh, okay, it's getting juicy already. I'm scared, but I'm like. <laughs> so I would say there are two shifts that stand out the most to me. The, the, the first one would be you as an entrepreneur. And when you decided okay. to do that or this, like, eons ago, like, uh-huh. decade plus ago before, I won't say everybody, but before I myself even had an entrepreneurial mind, uh, uh-huh. you was, like, on it in a buckle. And mm. so that, for me, was Aww. a very present or a clear shift because you were obviously you worked for other people prior to that shift. But that was one of the shifts that I think made me recognize. Okay. Cause I've always felt like she's very, very, very book smart. I'm not so sure if she has a lot of common sense with some of her decisions. 
But book smart, <laughs> business smart, handling business, like making things happen, like you all the way. And you be Are you disrespecting me on my own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I promise that's not the intention. But you want me to get <laughs> strength. I already told you, you already know I'm gonna say what it is. <laughs> So for so that is one shift. You becoming an entrepreneur, a boss, like handling business and like being able to work for yourself a very, 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 very long time ago when I was much younger and still being able to stand in that role is a major shift that I think defines you. I think was the question what defines you. The second shift would be... Wow. Um, Okay, hold on, wow. hold on. Okay, sorry. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I gotta, we gotta sit with that for a minute. <laughs> we gotta sit with that for a minute. I need to like take that in for a second because I, I actually would not have expected, I wouldn't have expected you to say that. And I think what, um, what's funny or what stands out to me about what you said is like you said it you said before, like before it was a thing or like before people were doing it, like, um, and that's, that feels so interesting to me because I do think it's, it's fairly common now, you know, for people, it's almost like, um, trendy, you know, it's, Oh, the right word took it right out of my mouth. It's trendy to be in business and have a side hustle or to, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but that you're right, that was not the case when I started my business. And it's been uh, 2012 was when um, I started the real business. Now, in full transparency, I did some, you know, multi-level marketing things. And I, I tried a few times before I got to the real time, right, in 2012. But 2012 was when it was for real, for real. And um at that time, it was so scary. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm and, sure. You know, it was like it was embarrassing almost because especially coming from a an actual career where I was an executive director of a nonprofit, um, like I had reached the pinnacle of my career and people really viewed it negatively. It's like, oh, you're unemployed but you're saying you have a business, mm -hmm. you know? So that's actually, <laughs> um, so now being on this side, it's like, wow, you know, to see that you are saying, you know, oh, like you've been in this game and, you know, stuck to it and like, no, you're a real boss. I'm like, oh, thank you. Well, yeah, that makes that's up for cool. what I said about the common sense thing. So now we're good. We good. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, whatever. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the other questions I often ask is like, what what surprised you about? No, let me. Um, I was gonna say, what surprised you about the shift? Um, so I'll ask that. What surprised you most about that shift? Um. Hmm. I, maybe be, that you were able to do it with three kids. Like, I think that you were, because you, because you raised three kids, I, you didn't do it alone, obviously, I won't say that, but just having two kids, I'm sorry, three kids, and being able to stick with it through that, up their upbringing surprised me that 
you were able to stick with that. Yeah. And of course, um, you having one kid. That, that, that's why I surprised. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, struggling with, with one. That you just act like it's just, oh, I mean, no disrespect. Listen, but, I mean. I'm an old mama, for one. What, the, what society was, would deem as an older mama. Listen, I tip my hat. You had three, I got one. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. What was the second uh, shift? I'm I'm nervous. The I'm... second one. I'm not so sure <laughs> that you really want to get into this one. I mean, it's not a secret. I know that you've shared it, but going that you're currently going through a divorce mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have been separated for what about a year now, but you yes. filed in the winter. So that you're in the thick of a divorce would be the most apparent um, shift to and me. But shift? what but what's interesting about it though for me uh-huh. is that it's almost like a coming to. Okay. Like it's almost like you're finding who you are uh-huh. outside of mom wife. Because for the most part, you've been mom-wife your entire adulthood. Facts. Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, wait, I'm a whole whole person. Like, I'm a a different being. (laughs) So seeing the divorce shift uh, is quite interesting, I'll say. Quite interesting. what what does that mean? Keep keep it real with the people. It's interesting because I, in a sense, I, I honestly, I kind of feel like you miss your youth. Oh. Um, so we are six years apart, world. Can I say words? Who, who are we talking to? The world. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We're so going global. Six years Let's apart. <laughs> so my sister started, had her first child when you were, what, 18, 19? Uh, 19, yes. 19, got married shortly thereafter, um, and then has been a mom and a wife from the age of 18 all the way up until 2022. Yeah, 27 years. So when she was having kids and getting married and things like that, I was in my 20s and I was outside, okay? I was a, I've been in and out of relationships. I was a serial dater at, you know, one point. So... It's so I like I got to do a lot. I got to go to school. Like I got to get up. Like, like you want to go out of town next weekend? Yeah, let's do it. Like, oh and gosh. I feel like now that our roles have reversed. Come on, shift. Yeah. Um, and so the some of the interests or things or conversations that would you know private conversations that we have. I'm like, girl, been there, done that. Okay. <laughs> You're going to see. That's kind of, you know, kind of my thing. Because, and so I just feel like you miss your youth and being mom and wife. And now you're finding yourself outside of those roles. <laughs> you trying to say I'm a serial dater? Or are you trying to say I'm outside? Like, what you trying to say? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to exercise my right to remain silent. <laughs> I'm going to definitely exercise my right to remain silent right there. Let's, let's... But, you, I mean, I will say, I think what you're saying is true. Not, I mean, true to an extent. Like, I'm, I'm 
working remotely now from a, a warm climate because I don't like the um, cold, you know, and I have bad will travel. I will pick up and go in a second. And I love, right, this life. My children are all adults. Um, I'm empty nest. Like, I don't have anything holding me back. So you just never know, you know, what I might do or where I might do it <laughs> on on any given day. It, I mean, I, so I think to that extent, it definitely is um, a new season. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily get my 20s to explore and, you know, do a lot of those things. And, you know, I'm first born, I'm the oldest sibling. Um, and so, yes, I had a very responsible life for a very long time. Um, and so I guess that that is why that particular shift um, surprises you. And I think to some extent that, um, you know, a, a lot of people were surprised to hear, you know, that um, I was divorcing. And I think that, you know, the, um, you know, there wasn't like anything major, no tabloid news or anything necessarily to report outside of what you just talked about. You know, um, we were very young and um, when we got married, didn't necessarily really know ourselves. We did the best that we could growing up together. And as we evolved and uh, once we kind of completed the child rearing process, got to a stage where um, that chapter of our lives, I think that our purpose together was really complete. And uh, we were really just going in different directions and, you know, weren't necessarily making each other happy um, and couldn't be harmonious or peaceful together anymore, uh, which was like a direct conflict about everything that I represent, you know. And so it was better for us to go ahead and call it complete, call that chapter complete than to continue um, and, you know, in the strife that we were in. So, um, yeah, big, big shift. Big shift. <laughs> and what I will say yeah. is that the will to be able to pick up and go and only worry about you, to mm -hmm. the, uh, the opportunity to live alone and only worry about you. If you want to eat some chips and a soda for dinner mm -hmm. and it be that, <laughs> listen, the will to just be responsible for yourself is a very beautiful thing. <laughs> and I know. Do you miss it? it? Do you miss it? So speaking of shifts, enough about me. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm just like, the vulnerability of woman is enough. That's enough. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> speaking of shifts, so um, thank you so much for the gift that is TT Baby. That is like the one of the best presents I have received in my lifetime. Um, and you were how old when TT Baby was born? I turned 35 four days after she was born. Okay, so you lived 35 single years in that lifestyle before then all of a sudden, boom, and now she's six. Um, so that was a big dramatic shift in your life. Absolutely. You were outside and then you came inside. Completely inside, you heard me? But listen, I sure didn't come in willingly. I was kicking and screaming and like, no, thank you. Because <laughs> TT Baby was not planned. Amen. 
<laughs> so how did that shift your life? Um, it was hard, honestly, because I actually launched a business in the spring. Um, I had a fashion show that sold out, was doing really well. I had a plan, a business plan, and things were looking good for me as an entrepreneur. Um, the, the fashion show was the launch of the business. I did that in the spring and things were really looking up for my entrepreneurial world. And the end of the summer, beginning of fall, I found out I was pregnant and I was devastated. Like, yeah. not interested, did not want to be, not happy about it. Um, Which is so funny because I was like, beside myself. And I'm like, girl, relax. <laughs> this ain't thing. So I had to like temper my enthusiasm while you worked through that process. Yes. And it took me yeah. a, a while to work through it. I was depressed. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I started to get to a better place about it, mm -hmm. she was born. <laughs> yeah. She came three months early. So um, that was Another, I guess, time frame or shift or thing to deal with. She came yeah. three months early, was in the hospital for three months. Wow. Um, so then that was another thing. Meanwhile, I'm depressed and my business suffered as a result. Now she now I got a preemie. Like, so my business just kinda went down to non existent, honestly. Yeah. Um, she came early, we were in the hospital for three months. Um um, thankfully she came home healthy. She came home with a G2. The first year of her life was like dramatic, like a million mm -hmm. doctor's appointment. It was just, it was exhausting. Um, a lot of times I would show up to doctor's appointments and I honestly didn't know what we were going for. It would just be in my calendar and I'd be like, we here. What, what are we doing wow. today? Yeah. It's so funny. Cause you talked about me, you know, um, starting and running a business with three kids. And I'm like, you nursing, managing that baby. Uh, you didn't mention it, but like eventually your relationship, you know, shifted. Mm -hmm. So you're doing this as a single mom and working, doing all of that. Time, yeah, that's, yes. that's superhero as well, ma'am. But you know what? <laughs> the, what's crazy is that... You say that, like, when you list those things, it does sound like super badass. But <laughs> I, I feel like society or the world, or maybe just in my mind, it's like the norm. That's what, quote unquote, moms do. Like, mm. it's like second nature. Like, what other choice did I have or who was going to do it? Or it's just kind of the norm saying, that's actually saying. Wow. And that's the thing. And 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 I wanna pause like and and sink in or um dig into that that kind of depression mode, right? A little bit. Okay. Because that I think is what is real when we are in the middle of some of those unplanned shifts, mm -hmm. right? And I know about it, right? Navigating through, like you said, this um, transition. I mean, I'm I'm on the healthier side, right? Of it, it, it sounds 
pretty on paper. Right. <laughs> Coming out of a 27 year, you know, marriage and emptiness. I'm not like wife and mom anymore. I relocated. I'm living, you know, by myself for the first time in 30 years. Um, sounds real glorious. And it's also lonely and isolating. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can get really um, you can get in a dark place if you're not careful. And you like with this inf helpless infant that you don't know whether they're going to live or die, all of this responsibility, like you're literally sustaining that little thing's life, right? Yeah. And everybody's got an opinion and you weren't sure you even wanted it to begin and, and with. Not, and exactly. Like... And then not only that, <laughs> not even to talk about the PTSD I had from the NICU monitors and how all of those noises uh, would be in my dreams going yeah. through postpartum, but not really realizing or recognizing or having time to feel it and work through postpartum because I got to yeah. pump, I got to get back, I got to, you know, this is the essence of talking shift, right? Because people feel like they're alone and nobody else gets it. This is why I want to have these conversations because we talk about or we see on social media the glitz and the mm -hmm. glam, but we don't often have a safe space where we can talk about the real part, the backside of Right. And that part is just as real and just as common, but it's not always easy or common to talk about. And I want to make it the uncommon common because it's all it is common, but it's just like we act like it's not. Yep. And it is it's very like, much so is real. People get divorced long term, short term. Like I've been I was married long enough for like three marriages, the way marriages are happening now. No, no like, literally. It happens. <laughs> the good ones, the glorious ones, the bad ones, like it happens. And so that's why I have been committed to talking about it, even in the process. Because who does it? We can't, most people don't do it, can't do it. I am blessed that I am an entrepreneur. I don't have a corporate job I got to worry about. I'm religiously free. Like, I'm going to talk about it. So welcome to Talk and Shift, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we, we're, glad, we're glad you made it. <laughs> <laughs> likewise, my sister, likewise. <laughs> um, I think we need to do a part two with you. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fair because we did what was two past shift, two what were two shifts for you. For me, I did a past exactly. and a present. So we only did my past today, but honey, I got a present that y'all need to know about. Oh, excellent. <laughs> All right, perfect. Part two of a very fun series I am having with my baby sister, <laughs> Bridget Deanna. How do you feel about baby sisters? A little sister, baby sister? Um, I think sister will is sufficient. I want to do whichever one you hate the most. That's the one I'm looking for. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so sure of that. Uh, I wanna... So yeah, let's, just, let's just go with sister. <laughs> You've been listening to Talking Shift, the podcast with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, like or subscribe for future episodes, and leave us a review. Talking Shift is a trademark production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. 
For more information, visit MarissaQPain.com or follow us in social spaces at Marissa Q. Payne.